You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up. Coming to you from beautiful East Tennessee and broadcasting from the BRV studios, this is the Big Red Van with Wade, Hayden, and Malcolm. As usual, we start the show with Have You Heard, our segment where we bring up random news and crazy events with a lot of topics you've probably never heard of. For instance, have you heard about the ninja caught in Japan? Or parasites that can make things grow? What about robots and what they do to your jobs? All of this and a whole lot more. Welcome to episode 27 of the Big Red Van. All right, here we go, guys. Thank you for joining us. Episode 27.1 HYH. Welcome, Mm. everybody. Mm. What's up? (laughs) I can't stop laughing, dude. That's good. Let's just jump in. All right. Everybody, have you heard? About this guy who's selling his ranch in Arizona because of, quote, repeated alien attacks. (laughs) Oh, I think I heard about this. (laughs) How much is he selling it for, though? Okay. I I guess you'll get into that. John Edmonds wants rid of his 9.7 acre horse ranch. It's worth about $5.5 million. Oh, my. Okay. Because he's tired of the constant alien alien activity he has to deal with. That makes sense. Apparently, his it's ranch... spooking the horses, man. Dude, you don't even know. I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Apparently, his ranch has been featured on uh, TV shows like Ghost Hunters. You ever seen Ghost Hunters? Mm-hmm. So, Ghost Hunters Season 11. Wait, if- wait, wait, wait. Did you hear him just say that God is, is real? He's here. <laughs> He's here. He's here. I mean... I, that show kills me, dude. With all the crackling and the hissing and the the popping, and then they're like, oh, "Did you hear what he just said?" <laughs> Go you, wh- I've never heard what they say that you're supposed to hear. It does not happen, and I don't even understand how they can put it on television. I'm telling you, it, it makes sense know, to me. I don't believe in ghosts. It should be a crime. Uh, season eleven, if you really want to hmm. see this guy's ranch. Okay, ghost has ghost hunters. <laughs> Sorry, rant, <laughs> rant. We need a rant button. Uh, and even <clears throat> even then, he and his wife were like talking big time about their disgust with the aliens. So, John claims he has killed nineteen aliens with samurai swords. Oh my! Where's the bodies? Samurai swords. Okay. Uh, he his wife Hayden immediately. Where's the body? <laughs> his wife had to survive multiple abduction attempts. Sur- survive abduction attempts. Like she has her own set of samurai swords. Well, this is what happened to her. Quote, they actually levitated her out of bed in the master's chamber and carried her into the parking lot and tried to draw her up to their craft. All right, I'm about to tell you what's exactly happening here. I figured it out, but keep going. So he's constant. He has a Facebook page and social media fans, of course, and he's always Mm -hmm. updating them on what's going on and all these different things. So, again, his claims of 19, he has 19 grays under his belt, okay? (laughs) So... (laughs) He's tired of defending himself from the damn grays. So, unless, quote, unless you cut the head off and disconnect the antenna, so to speak, they instantly phone home. Even with a razor-sharp sword, it's nearly impossible to decapitate them with one swing. Oh, my so God. John is hell-bent on this. How, so, long, how long has he been up 
doing this? Years. Since like 95. Okay, because I just I had to ask. Oh, because I also just recently watched the uh, Independence Day, the new one. You know, the, what is it called? Resurgence? Or yeah, what? that's is it. Is that what it's called? Yeah. It's like, uh, it was on uh, HBO Go as mm. a movie, and I was like, yeah, I'll watch it, you know, whatever. And one of the dudes, it's like one of the uh, like side protagonists, he kills aliens with samurai swords that he has on his back. Yep. But he has two of them. They probably got it from this guy. I, I'm wondering now, when you said that, I was like... Hmm. Did he just get this from the movie that I just? Oh watched? no, he's been he's been in the gray killing game for a while. <laughs> and so, uh, so with all that, I mean, you can get this five bedroom, four bath ranch. It's got a large diving pool. But John leaves prospective buyers with this message: "Quote, it's not for the traditional family, but it holds a lot of secrets and what I believe to be future opportunities to understand forces that are in our universe." Be very well grounded, because the energy here has the tendency to manifest with whatever is going on with you. So whatever's going on with him involves fighting aliens with samurai swords. <laughs> okay, here, here's what's actually happening, though. Homegirl is cheating on him, and every time she comes home with his man and gets caught, she says it's an alien. And because he's so sleep drunk, or whatever you want to call it... She says, "Honey, it's an it's an alien. It's one of those aliens again." And he slices and he his starts head slicing off. It. And then um, he doesn't know what to do with the body, so she says, "Well, you got to re- return it." So they get rid of the body. So I want to know how many people are missing from town, and if it is nineteen <laughs> men, you have your answer. <laughs> Everybody, have you heard? Speaking of. Samurai swords and ninjas. No way. There is a Kung Fu Panda three. Segway. Isn't there already a Kung oh, Fu probably. Panda three? I don't. I think there might be Kung Fu Red. Uh, Karate Kid. There's a ninja on the lamb in Japan, and they recently caught him. Yes. Hmm. I love ninja stories. This uh, <laughs> this guy from Osaka, Japan. Osaka. <laughs> He's been doing this for eight years, and he has a nickname called the Ninja of. I guess it's Hasai. Okay. How say this. Striking under the cover of darkness, uh, this black-clad bandit. He's <laughs> stolen $200,000 worth of goods in more than 200 different robberies uh, going all the way back to 2009. Man, he's a small caper kind of dude. Yeah, so he's just like little petty theft in it like, for the past like eight years. Well, he's a ninja, so he's... But ninja style. He's like, 200 and 0. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So, the man that got busted was actually a 74-year-old man. No. Yes. This is the ninja? The ninja. The ninja was a 74-year-old man. 200 and 0. Yeah. So, I guess he was uh, 60... What? I wonder he has a nickname. 66 when he started doing this. Shit. Yeah. So... I just Just, think that's great. I want to be that kind of 66-year-old man. man. You know what? I'm going to be a ninja thief. (laughs) So when he was questioned by the police, uh, that you know, they asked why why'd you do this, and he just simply replied because he didn't want to have to work. Yep, that's uh, the reason to become a ninja. Exactly, uh, that's why they all do it. What was awesome is just how long that you know he was on the lam for this. So the detectives, you know, they're only like evidence they had of this guy because he was so sneaky was just like CCT camera, you know, or CCTV camera footage of him at the scenes and all they have is just some dude hopping around all nimbly bimbly <laughs> like <clears throat> with a black mask and a black like ninja outfit on so um 
they eventually were able to man it uh, to follow him back to his this abandoned apartment complex um, where follow him back. Yeah, I guess somebody spotted him and somebody oh, was like, "Let's follow." That's him. like ninja code, man. Yeah. That's like rule number one. I know, right? So they follow him back to this apartment complex. It's abandoned. That's where basically what he would do is he would go there, like drive his car there and hide it, and then get all geared up in his ninja costume and then then go do his raids from there. Costume. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and, it's a uh, gi. So when he was coming back, the uh, no, a gi is Chinese. Gi's karate. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, which is Chinese, right? Well, it's not a ninja. Ninja <laughs> Ninjitsu is Japanese. So a ninja is someone that knows ninjitsu only? Uh I think that's like the name of the arts that they practice is ninjitsu. Hmm. Potato potato. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was it. That was all the story. Sixty-four year old ninja, seventy-four, seventy. Oh, excuse me, yeah. shit. Or sixty-six when he started. When he started. Seventy-four when he got caught. I don't want to work anymore. I'm gonna just go rob people for small amounts of money. Yeah. Everybody, have you heard? All right. So, fun fact for you, because Big Red Van likes to talk about weird laws. <clears throat> we love fun facts. Yep. So, the city of Honolulu has finally decided to make it illegal to be on your handheld device while crossing a roadway or highway of any sort. So what happened to cause that? I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right. Um, they actually have been in the top 10 or top 15 from 2010 to 2014 Sorry, um, of most dangerous cities for a pedestrian. So... For uh, the pedestrian or for the idiot that is staring at the ground when walking. So that's in front like of a cars. pretty PC way of saying our drivers are really bad. <laughs> yeah, but they're not changing the driving situation right now. They're, they're changing, changing the walking the, situation. The walking situation. So blame it on the victim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I, mean, I believe you walk out in front of traffic because you're looking at your phone. Correct. That's what I was come about on. To say. Driver's yeah. fault. Yeah, automatically the driver's <laughs> fault. If that's what they've got on video is a bunch of people just, you know, like you see on those camera, people in the mall walking down a flight of stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Into the fountain. Into the fountain, yeah. That must be what they have, though, because um, one of the biggest high schools in town, it has about 2,500 kids, and it's on one of the busiest roadways. And so they decided to do a survey to see how often people cross the road, and they found... um, I forget the time of day they did, but they found there was a thousand different people that jaywalked across the road. So they have a lot of jaywalking downtown in Honolulu, and um, to make sure none of them get hurt while doing it, they're going to make sure it's a law to not be on your handheld device. So a first offense can be anywhere from 15 to $35, and a third offense can be all the way up to $100. The most interesting thing about this, So it's just this, like though, an annoying... Annoying fine. It's like a jaywalking yeah. ticket. Yeah, when they came out, <clears throat> they proposed it, took 90 days for the mayor to sign it, and now it's a law. And then when they came out with the law, um, police started handing out flyers and whatnot to let everyone know what was going on. Um, but the most interesting part is how tourists are going to handle it. So if a tourist is on their phone crossing the road, if they're actually going to get fined or not, or if they're just going to be told, hey, that's that's a warning here. Don't don't do that. So if you're if you live in Honolulu, just carry a driver's license from another state. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you have. To, if you really want to be on your phone that bad, I mean, most local police in places of tourism, 
they all leave the tourists alone. Like they know that. I mean, to an extent, you know, like if Not you get in pulled Mexico. over, but like I mean, like in Florida and stuff like that, like you get pulled over. Like I've gotten pulled over on vacation several times and never gotten a ticket because they're just like slow it down, you know. Like, because they don't want to just piss off all the tourists coming down there by writing them tickets left and right. I like, don't know. Because that their whole industry, like I think other than oranges, is tourism. But I think a state like Florida, where you have, what do they call it, Sun Pass or whatever, where, for the highway that gets paid and whatnot, mm-hmm. if you get ticketed on that because you don't have your Sun Pass and you still dri- drive on it, I think even if you're out of state, they're going to ticket you. Well, that's something different. Like, I'm talking about just like being just out and about. Being out and about. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, that would make. They sense. always are. They wouldn't want to pitch you, the, piss you off tourists. or anything. Yeah, it's the way on the way there. Driving through Alabama, they hell, hell, they make plan on some of their revenue yearly to be speeding tickets from yeah, tourists. Alabama don't care. They're like y'all. Don't matter what you do, you still got to drive through us, dude. I promise you, <laughs> I, I I would be willing to wager money that you ain't going around through Mississippi. Small town Alabama has built into their budget the expectation of X number of speeding tickets from tourists driving through town. Yeah. Just would, trying to get to Destin or something. I would guarantee. And if they don't, then they can hire me as <laughs> someone that writes algorithms for them because, Jesus, that's 101. That would be amazing. But anyway, <laughs> that it? Yeah. Everybody, have you heard? Do you guys know that it's a lot worse if you look at it? What do you mean? <laughs> what are we looking at? So Are I, we talking like standing side by side in a urinal? <laughs> And, that that too. And looking at it. That t- is that something you practice? <laughs> First of all, I you mean, should shit, never straight be ahead, side by side. Straight ahead. I know. That's on. what I'm saying. That's why you say it's never not a good idea. Yeah, it's a, it hurts a lot worse if you look at it. So <laughs> okay, Mariano. Batolo. I went the wrong the wrong direction. You did. You went straight <laughs> looking at some dude's junk. Um, Mariano Batolo <laughs> is an Albacete. Is that how you pronounce it? Albacete. It's a soccer team. Albacete. Anyway, Albacete. Albacete. Somebody's going to be pissed. It's like some pasta. It's very, very al dente. Um, soccer player. He's a left back, to be specific. He was reminded of the lesson that it hurts a lot worse if you look at it. It's something that you learn as a child the first time you seriously injure yourself. Don't mm. look at it. Like, you know, whether it's you smash your leg and you know that it's broken or you know there's a gash, it's not going to hurt as bad until you look at it and then it's game over. He required 10 stitches to his twig and berries after he took a cleat oh. directly directly to the meat stick. Oh. oh. Sunday afternoon. So what did he drop his shorts and look at it on the field? You can watch. We need to tweet out the video. Oh, no. This is a, even worse, it was a teammate who jumped up for a header whose foot, like, came up and down on his... Mm. Oh. On his lovely... On his little uh, Mariano. So... <clears throat> he obviously i mean he immediately went down called for help you know he's like uh, like like where he was actually hurt not like what they yes. do half the time no it was you could tell he's writhing well of course pain. he was really it's hurt. not fake stitches hated. but <laughs> but he tried to be a man tried to get up and walk it off so like in the video you see him writhing around and kind of holding his hand down there and then he stands up and gets to walking and then he takes his hands down and pulls his shorts out a little bit and looks down and like you can tell he like sick to his stomach with what he sees <laughs> oh that's not the same that's no a more. terrible i mean terrible he was thing. just checking to make sure that it was still the way it was supposed to be and it obviously <laughs> oh. was not oh, so no. <clears throat> and that always makes it a whole lot worse man 
No matter, I can. Oh. Rem- I just remember same. Same thing happened to you. Not the same thing, but some, anytime I got hurt really bad, seriously, like a deep gash because I can't do deep cuts and a lot of blood. Hmm. I remember it being like, oh, it's not so bad. Oh, <laughs> you know, looking at it, passing out. So um, you see your little you slice to oblivion. You you know your mortality flashes in front of yeah. in front of your eyes. <laughs> Like, remember the movie Jackass, like Jackass 1? Mm-hmm. One of them said, he's quoted as one of my favorite quotes in the movie, said, if I lose my penis, I'm just going to kill myself. <laughs> 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 I mean, either you remember an injury like this, e- either of you? You remember anything like Not this? Not like that. Mm. That's, that's... Where you, like, you knew you were hurt, but when you looked at it, it finally became, like, legendary pain? See, I've never actually hurt myself that severely. I've fallen, cut myself, that sort of stuff, but I've never like shattered a bone or anything like that. Like, never had any bone break through the skin. I guess compound I'm, breaks. I'm, I guess I'm just really spry. <laughs> I don't. Know. I can only think of one thing that I looked at that was just weird. But in basketball, instead of getting, you know how your finger hits the ball. I for, why is it slipping my mind? What do you even call it? Dislocation. Well, that's jam. what happened, but yeah, jammed like finger. Jam, anyway, yeah, and, it went yeah, and you try and pull it really quick so that it fixes itself. Yeah. Well, I didn't look at it because I never do, and I was gonna go ahead and pull it, but then when I looked, it was actually dislocated already. Um, so I had to have Ugh. someone else pull it and put it back into place, which was just really weird, and it did not feel good. That's for sure. <laughs> but it was just super weird to see that my finger was not perfectly lined up anymore. Ugh. <laughs> I don't like any of that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I can't do that kind of stuff. Watch the video, though. We'll tweet it out. It's giving me some respect for him. Everybody, have you heard? Speaking of penises. Oh, here we go. Uh, oh, wow. A ki- <laughs> two for two on segues. One, Hayden. two punch. A Kenyan man uh, with a three-foot three penis what? and 11-pound testicles. What? What? It's not natural. Okay. <laughs> you said a man with a three-foot penis. And, I mean, no, no, stop no, I mean, it like, there. No, no, I mean, like, it's natural, but, I mean, like, not... It wasn't like he was born that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was. <laughs> um, but he's finally getting the chance to live a normal life again. So, his name is Horace Owiti Op- Opio. <laughs> Horace. Get him, Horace. Um, sure, three foot but meat his, stick. his friends and his family call him Florence, so we're going to call him Florence. Florence? Yeah. Like Florence without the L. Why not three ints? I'd call him three foot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, like, back in 2006, he noticed a cyst on his genitals, and he had it removed. But then a year later, it came back with... As a- radioactive growth that made his penis grow to three feet. That is exactly what happened. No, 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 no way. way. That, no, really, you guessed it correctly. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Yes, uh, <laughs> like an X Men set of balls. Yeah, in it in a year, it did that. Uh, oh my great. god! So he was like forced to drop out of school and didn't have any money and it was super sad because he didn't have Forest. money for surgery he so didn't he have just, any money yeah so he just had to deal come on oh, you ever seen where to go <laughs> you ever seen dirk diggler <laughs> oh my god so boogie nights made him a lot of money <laughs> the condition that it happened to him is it's kind of 
terrifying to think about, but it can actually be caused from a mosquito. Elephantitis uh, oblongolia? Basically. But mm-hmm. do you know what... Act- this is what's creepy, though, is what actually makes that happen. So when the mosquito bites you, it's larva or larva from a uh, a parasitic worm gets into you. Oh, it's one of those situations. And then the like parasitic freaking nightmare. And the parasitic worm, they mm. they grow like many 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 feet long through your blood vessels. You're like killing me slowly right now. Yeah, like realize through it. your blood vessels and block the drainage system in your body, causing it to swell. <laughs> Until your dick is three feet long. Um, I hope all of our adult video listeners are now like, where can I get this? Yeah, where can I get me one of them skeeters? So, foreign three foot? You buy them on the dark web. Anybody got any Bitcoin? (laughs) I need to buy me some some dick growing skeeters. I don't think you want this to happen to you. So, Forrest's neighbor, he's the one that actually put his story on social media. Um, Forrest, I still, that kills me. Um, <laughs> God, it needs to be three inches. Go ahead. <laughs> it it really does. Uh, but they, they put his story on social media. It went viral very quickly. You, you see three-foot penis, and it's going to go viral. Uh, you are 100% right. But the, uh, the local <laughs> governor... Foot. No, but guess who? The local governor's wife is actually the one that took attention to the issue. She would for a three-foot penis, <laughs> and that uh, should put the governor on notice. <laughs> and and she was and she paid for his operation to get get healthy again. So oh this my was god! Like the beginning of what I said, he got his chance to be back to a normal life. Huh. Um, this was his recant, though. So after the surgery, he said, "When I got up." I was surprised that my body was so light, and all the heaviness was gone, and he can swim again. Because before he couldn't go swimming. <laughs> he, why not? He had three legs. Near apparently, a literal it was, tripod. It was so heavy that like and dense that it would just pull him down. Like it was hard to swim. Like, they should have used it properly. <laughs> but uh, he's stoked because he can play football again, <laughs> and apparently everything still works. 100% like it's supposed to. So he can be a, yeah, normal, they tested that. a normal dude. I wonder if he asked them if they could take away like most of the size. <laughs> <laughs> most? Alright, right, so how long do you want yeah. this to be? Like, So can we negotiate what it goes back to? <laughs> leave, leave a little long. But, but that's him. I, I've been trying so hard to think of so many witty things and funny, and I'm just blanking over here. You just keep giving more. God. But I'm gonna listen to the go. Go back and listen to this and be like, "Shit, I missed my opportunity to say this." <laughs> Three foot penis? You don't get that all the time. Like, ah, we missed our opportunity on a lot, Malcolm. Yeah, we did. Everybody, have you heard? This guy's name is Jeremy Van Ert, and I just happened to Van Google Ert. a picture of him. He he has to be one of the most entertaining people ever to look at. Like, okay. Oh man, Jeremy Van Ert. He lives in Wisconsin. Hold that up again. He looks like his voice would sound like this. Hey, he looks like Jeff Foxworthy, who's been smoking some crack and got invited back to his 30-year high school reunion after he lost his job. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that was a good description. Smoking That's crack. spot on. I'm smoking crack to lose the two front teeth so that when my, my lips come together like I'm pursing them, but I can't, I can't help it. I think he got punched in the jaw, too. It looks like it. 
anyways, Van Ert. Jeremy Van Ert decides to go into a quick trip gas station late at night. He walks in close to midnight, um, and big gulps. Midnight huh? happens to be the time that they close. Well, see you later. <laughs> so Jeremy goes into the beer cooler area, and the lights turn off, and they've walked out, and everything's closed. So Jeremy has a little party for himself, knowing that they're closed. Um, the employees come back in at 5.50 in the morning. Let's get it, Jeremy. So he's in the refrigerated area, like, yes, for six hours in a refrigerator. All night, yeah, for six hours. One of the, before they opened, though, one of the customers looked in, I guess at this gas station, obviously you can still use the pumps, just... You can't go in oh, right. the store. They, they I think it's on one of those. Yeah. Hours, so yeah. one of the customers pointed out to the employees as they're walking in that they think there hap- there happens to be a man inside the cooler <laughs> area. Well, you know, most gas stations are glass windows out front. Yeah. So you can probably see everything. Yeah. That's. Oh no. Anyway, doing. They walk in. Jeremy darts out. Like just darts out. And so they walk in and they see that. What is it? All right, he's knocked over three thirty packs of Bush beer. He got himself three cans of Four loco during the night and an eighteen ounce of bottle of Ice House beer. That's all he had. I was expecting what? him to have a lot more than that, being in a beer cooler. But. If I was gonna get locked in a beer cooler overnight, I'd uh, I'd I'd get smashed to stay warm. <laughs> I'd drink I'd drink <laughs> yeah. twenty of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he had. So someone opens the door and he just darts out because he was waiting for someone to let him out. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> he had clothes that's on. Not, yeah, he was clothed. Oh, that's, um, that's they not normal up. for your stories. <laughs> Where's the vest? It gets I a know. little. I mean, it gets a little better after that. They um, arrested him not for that. Uh, he got fined for obviously retail theft because he didn't pay for um, the, four the beer. They yeah. didn't say they didn't find him for trespassing or anything. Um, well, look at him. I mean, they probably thought he was Foxworthy. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, probably like, you might be a redneck. But yeah. he actually got arrested for two accounts of arson. What? Yes. Arson? Yes. Don't you have to set fire to something? To get- yes, you have to set, like, a building or someone's property on fire. Okay, did, get- he, did he do that? Apparently. It, these are totally separate from that. He's just that kind that of story, dude. But that's two things that they've been waiting like. Apparently, they had been trying to find him and didn't oh, know where he was. So, no shit. We found him in a locked cooler. Yeah, found him in a locked cooler. <laughs> he darted out, and they're like, oh, man, that's that boy Jeremy. That's, that's Van Ert. That's Van Ert. So, yeah. That's good. He's in jail now. Yeah, where was this? Wisconsin. 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 Everybody, have you heard? They took our jobs? They took our jobs. Took our jobs. So the online only retailer boxed. You ever heard of boxed or bought anything from boxed? Is that food meal prep? B O X E D. What is that? Hell if I know. I'm not. I'm not the online shopper. I'm trying to think of what that is. Trying to say brick and mortars, yo. Box. So Boxed makes recent changes to their warehouse facilities. They're based out of New Jersey. So the the changes... Joyzy. Joyzy. So they are very uh, concerning, the changes to the current employees. Anytime a warehouse 
employees here changes, I'm sure it's a reason for, oh, shit, here we go We're getting again. automated. We're getting automated, and that's what's <laughs> happening. So these upgrades involved introducing more robotic ideas to try and help efficiency. Now, immediately upon hearing only what I've said so far, okay, most people probably go to the place of robots are going to take away human jobs. You've already said it. I just said it, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> well, that's where mine went too. You know, uh, executives with Box decided to go with an automated warehouse concept, and long tenured employees were shocked at the results. So, this is what was really cool. It found that the employees' jobs were less physically demanding. So, instead of walking, that could be thousands of steps around a warehouse loading up carts with product. They could stand at a station while a conveyor belt brought the product to them so that they could do whatever they needed to do with the product. Okay? At least this is the way the concept they put in theirs. Of course, people are probably like going, but this, but that. Hang on. Okay? Best part, um, instead of cutting or losing jobs, the company had to add a third shift of overnight people to help keep up with quickly growing demand. So that's, it was for me, it was one of the very first uh, articles or anything that I'd read about any business going automated and adding human jobs, Hmm. okay? Because it was able to streamline efficiency to the point to where they sales were growing and they needed more humans. Basically, they need humans and robots to coexist for their business to thrive as opposed to one to outwork the other. Pretty cool. So this was another quote again so essentially they added these robots not to eliminate jobs but to just make the people they employ their job to be better so listen and more efficient this is the best way that i've ever heard anyone say it and i've never thought of it this way sometimes it just takes someone wording things the, the proper way for it to click with me um this guy says we are not looking to do the same work with half the people that's what a lot of people assume that robots are gonna do that it's going to do the same amount of work with less people. Mm. Well, they're looking to do more work with more people. So the robots only allow that and only make that more possible. So as long as they keep that mindset with the automation towards these warehouse jobs, then it's not going to, unless if their business is growing, mm-hmm. then it's not going to be at the expense of human jobs. So I thought that that was cool. That um, is cool. That's mainly the types of robots that are literally mimicking human actions that the body does or taking literal versions of a job that a human does, such as a robotic arm reaching out and picking something and doing things like that. Mm-hmm. When they start to mimic what a human actually does, then that's when it's getting into things of taking away human jobs or whatever. So there's no way that a human can compete tech- like with brain space so to speak with a computer or something like that so as long as there are innovators and inventors that are looking at it from the angle of co- cohabitation so to speak yeah humans and robots then we don't have much to worry about but all in all robot robots pretty much just scare the shit there, out of there's me. also something about like in the factory world like there's always the person that puts the product into a packing box mm-hmm. for whatever reason that's like the part of the assembly line that they don't have robots for at almost everywhere. Right. Like, uh, for example, like Sharpie markers. Uh, I forget what whatever the damn plant that makes those in Blunt County. Uh, oh, my God. Whatever plant that is. But they, they pack up Sharpies. Yeah, I've seen something on them okay. on the news before. Like, for example, uh, I think the factory that they ship stuff out in Mexico burnt down. So they had to source 
a bunch of the uh, the people are the uh, the orders out of this warehouse and so they hired like 700 seasonal employees and almost every single one of them was a marker packer into a box (laughs) just a huge conveyor belt of markers coming and you're just sitting there just putting them in a box sealing that box and sending it down markers in a box seal it up send it down they hired like 600 people to do that wow seasonally and then once the factory was fixed down in mexico they laid them all off but like that was their only job, which well, is to see, pack markers. Think about what is what is the primary function of a factory and of a warehouse? It's to pump out as much product as efficiently as possible. Yeah, with whatever that product is, whether it's cereal or it's uh, Amazon stuff, clothes. Mm-hmm. You're trying to pump out as much as you can, as quick as you can, as cheaply as possible. So. Again, it's, robots scare the shit out of me. I've mentioned many times before that a robotic future is something I am not looking forward to, but it's it's kind of it's kind of neat to to read a story like that. So. Yeah. Everybody, have you heard? Bacon and eggs. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Spaghetti and meatballs. It's bacon. Buffalo wings and lattes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, if you've been waiting for scientists to create the perfect pairing of chicken wings and coffee, you are in luck. No. The, the buffalo latte is coming. Uh, um, yeah. So no, at, Nothing at, with food surprises me anymore. At your local <laughs> Tim Hortons. Um, oh, perfect. Actually, yep. I'm sorry. Your local Tim Hortons if you live in Buffalo. Because okay. this is a special only there thing. Shuffle off to Buffalo. Tim Hortons some... will now offer the Java concoction of espresso, steamed milk, mocha, and a chicken buffalo, wing in there, and buffalo sauce. <laughs> oh my goodness! Why? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they literally just need something unique. But there are two locations in Buffalo uh, is where they're going to serve this. Um, it's a new flavor as part of the company's new espresso line that they're launching. So they just had a, a specialty flavor, and I guess their, I guess Buffalo is like where their home office is or something. I don't know. I don't know why Tim Hortons is special in Buffalo. Hmm. They just and why they care. They're about just Buffalo all over the so north. Much. So I guess they're doing Buffalo because Buffalo. But I want to say their home office is in Canada. Actually, uh, is there a Canadian company? I think you're right. I'm pretty sure that they're in. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Goldstein, the uh, regional president of uh, Tim Horton, says, The unlikely pairing of sweet mocha and tangy buffalo sauce (laughs) come together to create an unexpectedly deliciously Mm. sweet and spicy treat we hope all of our guests will enjoy. All right, let me see him drink it. Mm. (laughs) I just don't even know. Dude. It's a masterpiece in your palate. (laughs) I'm sorry, but no. (laughs) Everybody, have you heard? About um, the richest man in the world. Uh, who's that right now? Who's the richest man in the world right now? Oh. Is it? Oh no, it's not Warren anymore. Is it? What's your guess? Oh. Okay, Virgin Mobile dude, Richard Branson. Richard Branson. You? Mm, I'm just gonna guess Buffett. How about Jeff Bezos of Amazon? Oh, is that real? Is he really it's real? Update Happen- the Forbes list. Happened on Friday, bitches. Wow. So this That's is what awesome. this is what can happen in one day. We've we have chronicled, and for those of you listeners that might be haters, <laughs> that might be thinking that we're Amazon dick riders over here, we are. So, <laughs> yeah. and this is why. Okay, we've been on it from step one. Okay, from mm-hmm. very beginning. Okay, 
We've been on All it. Right. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so we've been on it That's from the good. fucking beginning. So what a year it's been for Amazon. And their not earnings even done with twenty seventeen. Their earnings report and for Q three just came through. <clears throat> they made forty three billion dollars mm. in revenue just in this quarter. In the past quarter. This oh. quarter includes them buying Whole Foods, right? You're so smart. We're getting there. Okay. On Friday, Amazon stock closed the trading day at their all-time high, $1,100.95 per share, which launched the company's stock by $62 billion in one day. Jeez. My goodness. Effectively making Jeff Bezos the richest man in the world. Mm. Wow. Amazon stock is already up 45% this year. Suck it, Walmart. With estimates from <laughs> professional investors that the record high price I just mentioned of $1,100.95 could rise another 6% before Thanksgiving. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Before it, Thanksgiving. It is now the day before Halloween, October 30th. So we're talking a month from now, it could rise another 6% on $1,100. Remember, <clears throat> our revenue has grown 29% year over year for Amazon. And their web services, which is something we have been so highly touted about, only account for 11% of that revenue. Hmm. Okay. Whoa, really? Growth, possibilities, it's just... They're so 11% of that revenue 11% was just of that $43 billion was from online, from what they call web services. What? <laughs> now, remember our Whole Foods talk that uh, Malcolm just brought up. Um, and what Amazon had hoped they would bring them. Whole Foods was like episode 10-ish, 11, if you want to go back and listen to that. Well, since acquiring Whole Foods in August, they've already seen another $1 billion in revenue. Wow. <laughs> from the Whole Foods acquisition. Easy money. Easy, greasy money. So <clears throat> the most interesting note of all came when I read something that Amazon CFO Brian Olsovsky, Olsovsky, uh, when he rambled on about old Sovsky, old Sovsky, old Sav, uh, <laughs> the vast opportunities the partnership with Whole Foods gives us. This this was like something that uh, I don't. Know, one of us on this show said a couple times about why what they could get out of Whole Foods and what they bought about it. This is why I was so interested in it. It wasn't just Amazon buying a grocery store, and the CFO just fucking told everybody about it on a quarterly earnings call. <laughs> Basically, just said, "This is why we're coming, Walmart." Bitches, now we got 495 <laughs> stores that we don't have to build. We're already there. So we're going to switch them from grocery stores to whatever the hell we want. Yeah. And this is what I'm going to tell you. So when asked about integrating pharmacies into the Whole Foods locations, Olsovsky opened the eyes about how they plan on using their new brick-and-mortar presence. He went on to mention new store layouts, multiple departments within the store for customer to get different services, having Amazon lockers on site, which an Amazon locker is like – a personal space where you can either pick up or sh online orders or sh drop off returns. <laughs> of course. Oh my. Well, yeah. there you go. You're talking about, we talked before about the Coles doing mm -hmm. returns. Like, hell yeah, why not at, at damn. And they'll just have an Amazon locker is what yeah. they're going to call it. Yeah, so why, um, the I don't idea know why of, I didn't <clears throat> think of that before when you mentioned the Coles thing. I, what, we didn't say, well, why doesn't Whole Foods take returns from Amazon? They do. They do yeah, now, yeah, yeah, of course. They do with us. <laughs> <laughs> Mama just chased him off with a broom. <clears throat> so, <laughs> so, 
So uh, not coons. So I couldn't say it. Thank you. You're welcome. So uh, permission granted. The idea. Permission. The idea of Amazon bookstores. Okay, Amazon bookstores and possibly in malls on college campuses. So sounds kind of like Walmart. Doesn't it? Sounds kind of like the Walmart department store where you can get your groceries, you can get your baby's clothes, you can get your tires changed, you can get what your pharmacy. Think about, it's that's what Amazon is going to do with the Whole Foods locations now that they have. So he kept referencing the quote-unquote base starting point that the acquisition of Whole Foods now gave them to be able to get into the everyday lives of all Americans just like Walmart is. Bookstores used as a way for customers to see, touch, and become comfortable with their devices, just like Apple does. Like Apple is right now the most valuable company in the entire world with a market share of over $800 billion. And that's what Amazon is trying to follow. I mean, they're just taking a little bit of an idea from this person and an idea from this person and using all of the investment income that they have to just do shit. They're not sitting on their money. They're not trying to just take bonuses. They are doing things, renewable energy and buying up places. And I mean, the things that they are doing and thinking about just blow my mind. It <laughs> And I love it. That's cool. Don't I you wish love... you had like, you know, $80 billion to throw around and you could build a business like this? <laughs> I bet Warren Buffett sometimes sits back and it's like, man, I bet it's fun to be those Amazon He's just yeah. slow clapping to yeah. Bezos, just like... Touche. Well done. He's also probably <laughs> telling him to probably think and slow down a little bit. You know, yeah. you're too fast kind of thing, going to pop. But um, that's the only thing that worries me about Amazon is everything that they're doing is so fast, dude. Every time we re- release an episode one week after the other, it's always something nuts about Amazon, what they're doing. It's not just little, oh, they're, they did a billion dollars in sales or whatever. It's all these crazy acquisitions or whatever. It's super cool. Wow. So. We'll jump off their jock now. Everybody, have you heard? My last one. My last one. Uh, a 90-year-old woman, 91-year-old woman. She's a ninja, She's too. She's a ninja. That's where I was going, yes. Um, <laughs> she is uh, the nude ninja because she prevented her home invasion because she was totally nude. So dude just said, uh-uh. <laughs> Well, as in she got naked so that they wouldn't steal anything? Oh, someone's about to break in Um, the house. I'm going to get naked. You see these titties? (laughs) Mrs. They're they're right here next to my ankles, honey. Oh. Oh. Roll them back. Oh. Oh, Hang on. Toss it over my shoulder. I'm going to catch you. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Let me tell you. Mrs. Patricia Mulkeen <laughs> Mrs. Patricia. It is Mrs. was alerted to the intruder early on Tuesday morning when her 12-year-old Wheaton Terrier, Pepper, yep. began barking. Yep. Of course she is. Surprised it's terrier. not a Pomeranian. Uh, believing it to be a raccoon, Patricia grabbed a flashlight and Them went to coons. see what was happening. Chased him off with a broom. <laughs> she she chased him off with her titties. <laughs> But she went to go see what was happening at the other end of her home, much to the amusement of her husband, Jack, who was watching the whole time. <laughs> so Jack that, watched the whole thing? Yeah, this, uh, I guess he was just like laying in oh, bed. and she He was so she, excited. Yeah. And she gets Getting up spry. She gets up in the nude with a flashlight to go hunt down this raccoon. What was Jack doing with Phyllis? So <laughs> Using one her of husband speeders. said to the police, this is what his official statement was, I watched her get up and get out of bed naked and head down the hall 
and she saw a young man in his 20s staring back down the hall at her. Um, the intruder was Joseph Parent, who was 28 years old. Uh, he was charged with breaking and entering, as well as, I guess he got busted with drugs on him, too. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> but uh, Patricia, the old lady, Miss pa- Mrs. Mulkeen. Oh, it was Patricia. I said Phyllis. Sorry. Pa- Patricia said to the man upon seeing or I'm sorry. Let me restart that. Patricia said that the man, upon seeing her, said, Oh God, sorry, ma'am. And then he just left through the ba- <laughs> he just left through the basement. Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> just could you imagine if you're No I mean I could not. Like, I'm not going to imagine. I'm I mean, I'm not gonna be breaking into somebody's house, but could you imagine if you did and the first thing you saw was a ninety year old woman naked standing there with a <laughs> no, flashlight? I, I cannot imagine that. <laughs> so, honey, this who's is, down there? So she said she wasn't frightened by. I'll chase him off. Uh, she was. It's just, just that pervert Jonathan again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she said she wasn't frightened. That she was just su- surprised. Uh, but Jack, her husband, said that uh, he surprised the man didn't faint in shock upon the sight of a naked 91-year-old woman. <laughs> so he's just straight talking trash about his wife. Oh, wow. But Every time I see her, I pass out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you get to be that age, you know, you can say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with her for 84 years. <laughs> 84? Oh, me. my goodness. She's, she's 90. <laughs> <laughs> what math? <laughs> they don't make them like they used to, Malcolm. <laughs> They don't make <laughs> Is that the list? That was my list. That's my list. That's my list. I think we have something for us to take care of, don't we? Ooh, we got another one of them reviews. We got some revies. Reviews. Riveting. 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 Riveting reviews. So we got a couple more, man. How cool is this? And this one looks like it's from Japan. Japan? I don't know. Forgive me on this. Forgive me on this. All right, I'm not good at these pronunciations. We forgive you. So did I mess? I messed. I messed the last one up, didn't I? Uh, I mean, it Emil was Yickerston. Yickerston. I thought. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. That's. I tried googling it. I've seen. I I've seen a couple more Yickristons in my Yickristons? time. Yickristons. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Anyway, this one is uh, again. Hang with me here. It's another five star. So thank you. Um, po- oh. best podcast available from. Oh God. Type. Type user type user name Haradude. Um Haradude. Har- Haradude is That's for, a heck of a last name. Haradude. Type type user name. Hmm. Haradude. Um <laughs> Oh my god. There have been plenty of times these guys leave me crapping crapping. Cracking up <laughs> just crapping his pants on the drive to work. I ship my just, pants. Just, I ship my drawers. <laughs> I just shipped my bed. <laughs> the best part is they make the latest news stories fun and exciting. No politics. Mm. Thanks, Type A. I appreciate mm. that. <laughs> All the way from Japan. <laughs> and then we have another one here from, uh, what would you say that is? Lexis. <laughs> and pause. A couple there more S's go. on there. <laughs> she says, love the attitude, <clears throat> love the laid back attitude and all of the news that you guys seek out to bring uh, to listeners' attention, especially thankful for a break from politics. So there's another mm. politics. It's like the, the running norm here. Love the BRV. 
Yeah, well, politics are about to get interesting. So two more, man. This is incredible. It's so fun. Tell them, tell them how they do this again. So obviously they're listening. Obviously they get it. This isn't. This is so fun. So mm. far, we've had a few experts at this that have left us some reviews. So thank you, experts, mm. for leaving reviews because that's amazing. Now we just need to educate the masses Correct. on how do you leave a review for us? And you just gonna. Go to your podcast app. One. Um, then you're going to scroll all the way down. I'm waving my hands really fast. All the way. All the way down. And then there's a big... I mean, it says in big, bold letters, write a review. And there's, See reviews. There's five stars. They're hollow stars. So when you click on one, it fills it in. Oh, yeah. So if mm. you click on the fifth one from the left... I've heard that's the one that only works. It's the only one that works, yeah. Unfortunately, you, you can't push yeah. the other four stars. It doesn't go through or something like that. Yeah, so hmm. please yeah. make sure you're always clicking that fifth star. Say something nice, and uh, we'll call you out and read it on the show. Yeah, we'll read it on the show. It's been a lot of fun doing this, and it's always so much more fun to <laughs> to read that stuff. So obviously we kid. I keyed, I keyed. <laughs> so obviously we kid around, but uh, thank you. We appreciate you listening. We'll be looking forward to reading any in the future. Hope you enjoyed this HYH, and we will catch you on the next one. Mm-hmm.